Hello, I'm here with Doug. It's uh, Friday, February 9, 2024, and we're going to talk about who needs phone numbers, among other things. But that'll be oh. one of the first stories here. The first one I got is a sort of simple one, but uh, some researchers have again found that you can spy on uh, electrical activity from a distance due to emitted radio waves. And what they're doing this time is picking up what's on your webcam and your phone camera and every other camera because the cameras are not designed with sufficient RF shields. So the little wire, even in your web, even in your phone, that transmits the video from the detector to, I guess, the processor, emits radio. And they can pick it up and reconstruct the video from a distance of 1 to 12 feet away. So it's not too surprising. All the way back to Tempest, they've had this problem, and nobody's yeah. ever fixed it. I mean, the answer has always been, if you want something secret, you have to be in a windowless room in a Faraday cage. So what's the security concerns with this? Oh, in principle, if you had like a web, a um, security camera, somebody else could pick up the feed from a nearby place. So I, I think the fact that you have to be more or less nearby, though, would seem to lower the risk. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to. Yeah, that's why I don't think it's too exciting. Um, yeah. And, and so is this during filming and yeah. playback? Uh, well, it sounds like they only tested it during filming. But I would, but Tempest even did it during playback. I would imagine that same problem is true during playback. Yeah, I, I mean, my thought is, if you're 12 feet away, can't you video or can't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> video. This reminds me of another another flaw that's been around for a long time is that a lot of uh, earphones use unencrypted Bluetooth, so somebody can hear you talking on your phone if they're close enough to hear you anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in principle, you could build a big dish to do it from a distance. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so th this is like the HP uh, inkjet printer cartridge having a virus. Well, in, in principle, yeah. it's it's yeah. plausible, but well, a little bit, a little the... more plausible than that. I mean, people do yeah. ask big yeah. air things and listen to you from a distance. True. Anyway, True. I ought to mention the one that I thought was the most important. So, Elon Musk has announced that he is going to cancel his cell phone service and instead use Twitter for SMS and everything. So this is, uh, you know, this is, he'd been claiming all along, Twitter will be the one app, it'll replace your bank, and now it'll replace your phone. You'll just use Twitter and throw everything else away. It'll be the one universal app. That's why he called it X. That's how he's going to get rich. Uh, the problem is you have to trust Elon, and he has proven so manifestly unworthy of that trust. I don't even trust him to put normal messages or private messages on Twitter anymore. I don't, I'd last thing I'd trust him with is all my SMS codes, all my two-factor codes. <laughs> <laughs> the gateway to all my accounts and my money like holy and he and he just yesterday he was posting another bunch of blatant disinformation about something i heard it go by i don't it was something stupid like vaccine disinformation or something he's just such a manifestly bad faith actor it's amazing that he thinks people will trust him to be everything yeah yeah so you know he first started off as what a thomas edison of our era it's so much like Henry Ford. If he would just the cars and then shut up, everybody would love him. Everybody loves the cars. If he would just shut up, he would be a hero. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he uh, there are claims about his Neuralink. Oh, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah. And there's some outrage because apparently there are um, quite a few monkeys that 
that were uh, euthanized yeah. as a result of what they were doing. Which is not that unusual, but apparently no. and, and harmed them more than necessary. And so there, but there are animal research protocols and stuff. But it's right. not clear that he's actually accomplished anything the medical community didn't already have. And it's accompanied by the traditional wild exaggerations that you'll throw away your cell phone and just control everything directly from your brain now. Well, we've got those hyperloops that he promised, right? <laughs> I was reading about those. Apparently, there's one in Vegas, and apparently it's horrible, and people get stuck in there, and it's claustrophobic, and you can't breathe. Yeah, and, and I, I believe that his claim when that opened was 60 miles an hour, and they go at 20, 25. I've not been on it. I haven't seen it. I've just seen the videos. Well, you know, to be fair, all visionaries have these big dreams and then only half of them come true. But even and that's fine as long as you as long as you're not a jerk about it. People will forget like Microsoft. Microsoft, three out of four of their products are crap. And everybody yeah. forgives them because the next one is good and you say, Well, that's all right. As long as you have an occasional good one, we'll love you. Yeah. So, you know, Elon's not doing that bad. His car company is doing well. His rockets are doing okay, right? Yeah. He's yeah. in the solar industry. Yeah, with the Tesla Power Walls, uh, without he's doing the Neuralink. That when the jury is out on, he failed. I'd I'd say with Hyperloop and the Boring Machine and yeah. and uh, but you know the the thing is that's kind of interesting is it, he's the one that wanted to come up with essentially the pneumatic tubes. Was that Elon? Pneumatic? I mean, choose. Yeah, in other words, he he had these evacuated tubes. Oh. And people would be in a capsule. And That's an idea. I don't know if anybody ever did that, but that would seem like no, a... no, they did it. There was a test section out in the desert. I can't remember if that was Elon, but as somebody pointed out, um, think about the distances. And it's going to be a vacuum, but they were doing this out in the desert, metal expansion and contraction. Yeah. And there's no solution for that. With the technology that we have right now. Yeah, maintaining the vacuum and the hazards seem to me not to justify it. I mean, unless you can really go, how fast are you going to go? I mean, 600 jetliner speed, 600 miles an hour. You can't do that with the air friction. Jetliners do it with the air friction. <laughs> yeah, but, power. but they're, they're at a higher altitude and you have to move yeah. the air out of the way. That's why they are at a higher altitude. Well, okay. But I mean, maintaining a vacuum tight seal over that length would seem to be prohibitive. Uh, just the cost to evacuate the tube. Yeah. And the cost. Right? And to plug all the leaks. And to maintain it, right? Yeah. We're talking a submarine, if you will, yeah. that could be a couple hundred miles long. But you know, to be fair, if you could get like from San Francisco to LA in like 20 minutes, there'd be enough people that wanted to do it that would pay like a hundred bucks for that. Maybe you could, you know, I don't think you'd still be able to afford the cost. No, you, I, it's the cost. And why yeah. wouldn't you do it with the SST that was a failed? I, I, I shouldn't yeah. say it was failed. It, it yeah, worked, the, but the, the, the economy. Rail is supposedly still going by, right? The California high-speed rail that's like 20 years behind. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't understand that. If you do the math behind that, I think every man, woman, child in the state of California would have to make a hundred trips yeah, just to cover the existing cost. Yeah. 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 So I guess I guess the airplane range cheaper because an airplane flight from San Francisco to LA, last time I did it was like really cheap, like fifty bucks. So <laughs> Yeah, it's forty five well, an hour, hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. And, and uh, you, you know, the thing is, 
with high speed rail, you're going from point to point, right? right? If you're in a plane and all of a sudden some place like Palm Springs becomes so popular, you can build an airport there or a larger airport or Northern California, someplace, you know, in Eureka, up that area. How long is it going to take to build high speed rail up there? Whereas you could build an airport in probably a couple of years and you're in business. Yeah, it reminds me of the problem with the American internet is that America is too sprawled out. I mean, they often compare it to like South Korea, where they just don't need as many miles of cable to achieve. Yeah, this. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's it's we're more, I, I think, rather than Europe, we're more uh, alike with Africa, meaning large distances between cities yeah. and large expanses. Yeah. Well, let's go with those, one of your stories. All right, so this one's hot off the press. This happened yesterday. And Sam, do you got a video for this you want to share with us? All right. I can post. Let me see if I can. So while you're bringing this up, this occurred in Emeryville, California yesterday. And this is at an Apple store. Okay, I'm looking to. Yeah, there it is. So here we are in Apple store. You go back to the start of it. There you go. Yeah, and you're kind of getting the point. A gentleman here is going on a shopping spree. He's just pulling all the demo units out of there, and I guess yanking to break the power cord. Yeah. Or yeah. the security cord or whatever. Yeah, it's the power cord. Yeah. So pretty dramatic with some of these. So if they actually used a proper security lockdown cord, they would have been prevented this. We are starting the next chapter. Up some uh, so here he comes along. He's almost ready to go out the door. Everybody's watching. Nobody wants to confront him. He has to adjust his pants here because all the phones, phones are, are down there. Now look at the police car out in front. Yeah, he runs across the street. Now remember, this is Emeryville, California. Whoops. Yep. And I guess they cut the license plate, but it's a Rhode Island license plate. Now let's kind of talk about this a little bit. Yeah. First off, this Apple store and the one and also in Berkeley, I think this is the fifth, sixth, seventh time that this has happened to that exact store. Well, the way they leave the stuff just sitting on the table, it seems to be kind of asking for it. it. One would think that. So the funny part is not this gentleman, but a couple robberies before is they were going out the door. He turns around and he says, don't worry. We'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Now, the police car sitting out in front, we like to think as law enforcement is being, you know, highly intelligent. Everybody's complaining. Where was the police officer? And the answer is they just parked the car there to deter theft. There's no police <laughs> officer there. So, well, that didn't work. <laughs> So <laughs> that didn't work either. But I, I can remember, you know, when I was younger, there was a cardboard cutout of a um, a CHP car. And, you know, it was by the side of the freeway on a turn. There was pretty obvious where there were a lot of accidents. And so people would slow down yeah. until they realized it was cardboard. Yeah, just like a skirt. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, it, it works for a bit, right? But. Anyway, so, you know, that that explains that. It was a stolen car. And what's interesting, again, is we're in California. If you looked at the license plate, it was from Rhode Island. So somehow that stolen car 
went undetected from Rhode Island to California, and the plates were, plates were not swapped. Well, maybe it was a Rhode Island tourist and he stole his car. I would think that would go undetected longer. Robbing tourists is always a hot item because they usually yeah. don't know who to call. They can't figure, you know, you can get away with it for longer. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Maybe. I don't know. You would think with all the license plate detection on police cars and bridges and okay. Anyway, let's set that aside. But here's my real question, Sam. What's he stealing? He's stealing iPhones. We we yeah. definitely can see that. But is there a value in those iPhones? Why why do the iPhone why why are the Apple stores yeah. and it's always the Apple stores that are under attack? Well, you know, remember this this was the whole thing like about eight years ago. iPhone theft was the number one fastest growing crime in America. And yeah. the FBI asked Apple, will you please make it so you can cancel an iPhone like a credit card? And they did. If it's locked to an iTunes account, you really can't use it. And so stealing an iPhone is useless. So I guess the question is, are those demo units locked to like a store iCloud account? Because they should be. And that would be the obvious solution. And then there would be no resale value. Yeah. And a little bit of research that I've done is those are special iOS, um, uh, special version of the iOS software. So if my sources are correct, once it's outside the store or some distance from the store, the phone bricks itself and it's useless. That would be the right defense. And you would think that would make them stop stealing them at some point. But but they haven't and they continue. So there are two avenues that they dispose of the phones. One is the obvious. It's a chop shop. They sell them for the parts. OK, mm -hmm. you know, that that part I get. The second one is, or I guess there are three. The second, the second one is they turn it into one of the vending machines that pays you cash. Oh. So have you seen those? You, you turn it in. Oh, it's I my. You could return one, but if you can, that would be a, a good solution. Yeah. So there's, I think Kangaroo was one of the companies you could send it in, but there are vending machines that I've seen. I, I, I haven't seen one recently, but you can put your like at the mall. If you have an old cell phone or old tablet or something, you oh. can put a, it looks like a mailbox and it takes a picture and you submit it and then they pay you, I think, cash right then and there. So, it, you know, you get a thousand dollar phone, you get maybe what, two, three hundred dollars for it. And you have, what did he take? Maybe 20 of them. Yeah. So, well, if you can do that, that's fine. The other thing I've heard is yeah. you can just sell them at like eBay and stuff and some people won't realize until too late. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like the picture of that Stanley Cup, right? You're buying something that's not what you think you're buying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think those are the three avenues. I, I don't know what else they would do with the phones. But within a few hours, that gentleman was picked up, and he's uh, got free free meals and board for a while. Well, good. So the police succeeded, even though you walked past that police car. The police did get him. Yeah. It sure yeah, seemed like he was not being a serious, any, any serious <laughs> attempt to hide his identity or get away with anything the way he was acting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. If they can't catch him, that would be sad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Especially, yeah. Well, I got a couple more articles here that I thought, oh, I should mention this picture. I really like this picture. They recently sent something to Io, one of Jupiter's moons, and they got this picture, among others. And the thing about this picture is this side is illuminated by the sun, and this side is illuminated by Jupiter's shine. 
That's why it's you can see it's brighter wow. on this side. And this is so the light reflecting from Jupiter is really a lot, as you'd expect. Jupiter is so big. Yeah. That you know, Jupiter's like the if the full moon was like a thousand times bigger, then the night sky would be almost as bright as the day. And that's what's going on here. So that line that we see, that's the division between that that's the only dark, I'm gonna call it right. dark, but right. darker that's, spot. Yeah, that's the terminator where the sun is right setting and Jupiter is just rising. So ah. neither is very high in the sky. So is there ever a time, yeah, there would be a time when it's effectively double the sunlight, Jupiter light, if you will. Yes, if you were on the other side, like if Jupiter was just about to get in front of the sun, yeah, getting double light on one side and actual darkness on the other side. So if you were on there, the pattern of night and day would not be simple. It would and, be, uh, it would be, yeah. you'd, have, um, you'd have no, you'd have like, light 24 all, one whole day and then you have a little bit of darkness and a little more darkness and a little more darkness as the seasons and, went by yeah and then complete darkness and then we come back and then we go to double the sunlight if you will yeah. or double the, the yeah so um what do you know what the orbit is i don't i think it's pretty i think essentially spherical though and i think it's the gravity of jupiter is what makes all the volcanic activity you can see all over the place yeah, I see. I see. There's an infrared uh, one I'm figuring I'll use in the future that's really interesting. It shows both sides just completely covered with bright red dots, massive volcanoes everywhere. Really? Well, that's what all this is. Yeah, it's the whole planet is being sort of cracked like an egg. Yeah, I think the gravity. Yeah. And it's an under intense pressure from Jupiter's gravity. Yeah, but you know, one thing I don't get is Jupiter has a lot of satellites and the others don't look like this. So why does this one get so messed up and the others don't? I don't quite know that. Yeah, I, I think does Jupiter have 60 or is it 80? Oh, oh, oh yeah. But I mean there's like four big ones. Yeah. The others yeah, are really yeah. small and distant, and so they really are just sort of captured asteroids. But the four big ones look each one of them looks very different. And I don't really understand how the difference can be so big. Yeah, interesting. If Caitlin was here, she could tell us. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Interesting story. I'll tell you when I first saw the picture, it looks like an egg that's oh, cleaving. Yeah. yeah, it does. So, you know, it, it depends how you view things, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a, there's a blog somewhere where they have pictures of things and you guess what they are, like scientific pictures. And it's like this. It could be a microscopic thing and you think it's an egg or a car or yeah. something. Yeah. Anyway, there's a couple other stories I wanted to mention on a different topic here. AI tokenization. I've been teaching classes in AI and studying it, tokenization is a huge bit. Um, and it came from Google and other companies where they took the English language and they broke it up into meaningful tokens and they gave a mathematical location to every token. And all the AI models are doing is drawing smooth curves through that pattern of the mathematical points. And so a huge, the thing that made modern large language models possible was the um, encoding of language into these numbers and the decoding of the numbers back into language. And so that seemed essential, but apparently it's not because people then asked the obvious question, just like every other computer language. Remember um, C and Fortran and ASCII only did English. And it wasn't until right. decades later that they started switching to Unicode that covers other languages and said, you know, they really haven't got everything. So the same thing's true of this tokenization. It only works on English. So, um, they decided to throw it away. And there's a research project I got a uh, clue of from a friend on Mastodon. There's something called Mamba Byte where they just take the 
binary bytes, and they use that without encoding and perform uh, language learning on it. And they say it is much more efficient and faster. And as far as I can tell, they didn't test the accuracy, but apparently the accuracy is pretty good. So you don't actually need that encoding. And they said, now it'll work on anything, um, any language at all. You're just looking for patterns between the bytes themselves and then extrapolating a curve through it to make a predictive model. So it seems like a significant improvement. And there's one thing about the huge uh, cost of computation for AI. There are a lot of people coming up with ways to make it more efficient, which is very much needed. Because right now it costs like $40 million to train a large language model. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're at the beginning of AI, right? The serious yeah. AI. Yeah. Um, AI has been with us for for 50 oh, my years. Whole, my whole life, I kept bumping into it, but it was just a mathematical curiosity until like right. the last couple of years. It was yeah. one of those crazy things that's interesting to study. It doesn't actually do much. And suddenly it's crossed the barrier into being useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the technology is 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 here. Yeah, and it's yeah. So okay. Yeah, so so got I, I got another story for you. Um, yeah. This was interesting. Oh yeah, I remember this one. Yeah. So this is a deep fake where an employee was asked to join a Zoom call, and it turns out that all the people on the Zoom call were AI or deep fakes, and the the guy thought. You know, the voices are kind of, they're close, but a little off, but yeah, maybe that's Zoom and, you know, their microphone or something like that. Anyway, it, at the end, this, uh, it, it was a scammer that got the employee to participate and eventually the employee wired $25 million to a scammer someplace. Yeah. I mean, now you got you got to ask, you know, and again, these were high level CEOs and, and you know, on the Zoom call, they were deep fakes. But you would think that before you'd wire 25 million, you might do a little additional checking. I don't verification. Think so. If if my boss and like the board of directors and a chief of finance told me to do it with the company money, I would do what they said. I said, they told me yeah. to do it. They had the meeting. What am I going to do? Ask your question again. I'll just get fired. I mean. Yeah. 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 I, 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 you know, if you're and a loyal say, you know, employee. I've heard of deep fakes, but there's no way they could deep fake all the people on the call. That would be crazy. I would said that. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, yeah. It, it, work into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, for 25 million, it, it's worth it to go through the effort. And yeah. what do you only need? Maybe a minute or two of, of somebody's voice and video? Yes, a couple of minutes is enough, they say. Yeah, yeah. And so then so, you get the right description. You know, it's it's yeah, certainly something you could do. And this means, suppose you want to, like, influence a presidential election. Uh, how, much work, oh. how much money and work would you spend on that? Could you make a whole fake Biden press conference where he says something awful or something like that? I, I guess you could. Or maybe it's happening already. Well, you know, there's the paranoid people that say, how do you know they really landed on the moon? It could all be fake. And yeah, it could it's, be. It's true. And how do we know that you're, we're not in a dream right now, right? This is, my mom was an expert in metaphysics. And I asked her that when I was six. And she had, until she said, you don't know. But That's if it true. is, then life is not worth living. So you choose the other choice because it's more fun. And I said, but mom, I want my 
world to be based on a more firm foundation than that. She said, you might want it, but you're not going to get it. <laughs> and she was right. I mean, fundamentally, you just don't do that. It's, that's why, you know, I often offend people when I say science is just another religion, because you make a leap of faith based on nothing. There, there are these things called experiments, and you can reproduce them, and there's this thing called an external world, and it is somewhat predictable and logical. And after you accept all that based on nothing, then you live. But you can't prove yeah. any of that. Yeah. Well, isn't that the philosophy and epistemology? Isn't that what this is all about, the yeah. study of? But I remember being an angry scientist and saying, my science is based on truth and your religion is just nonsense. And I got over that. The fact is, my science is based on a leap of faith, just like their religion. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And we, we have some fundamental building blocks that we accept as being the truth. And, and we so, go from there. And so do they. And yep. I can't prove they're wrong and I can't prove I'm right. <laughs> True, true. Yeah. All right. You got another. So anyway, deep yeah. fake scammer walks away with twenty five million. Yeah. Sounds... I think the real important thing is it makes you wonder how many more of these there are going to be, and even on more important topics. Well, and and especially as the technology gets better, is yeah. is AI improves, this is going to get easier and easier. Yeah. Yeah, we're entering yeah. a brave new world. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but I got a couple more here. Um. There's a report from Google. They have like their Google um, quarterly analysis of uh, cloud threats from Google Cloud. And I was sort of amazed to see that the num the primary threats in Google Cloud are the simple crypto uh, security one-on-one -on -one things. It's mostly stolen passwords and weak passwords on SSH and RDP that people use to get in. Nothing fancy. And when they get in, they mostly just deploy crypto miners. So it's like, this is something that the ransomware expert I had heard a couple months ago on Paul uh, Social Security Weekly said, he said, everybody gets hit by ransomware and it's always from security 101 stuff, just a default yeah. password. It's not this complicated, exotic stuff, just the basics. If you just do like the top 10 basics, you'd be, that's what you, your best protection would be. And, yeah, uh, I, I mean, it, yeah, we're, we're seeing still password breaches Right. And what what's the solution or what's the issue there? Non-complex passwords. Yep. Or passwords that are just already out there in one of the oh, passwords. Yeah. 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 That's why they got Microsoft with just um, reusing exposed passwords. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and there's another one from Google. They've added a new Google Play scanning, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know this. Now, you can sideload um, apps, although... Yeah, this is Google Play. So now that I think about it, that's not that surprising. But I guess yeah. you load from things that are not the official store, which is quite common. And apparently, especially in like Singapore and stuff, there's a whole bunch of financial scams where they get you to load this unofficial app and now you're part of the club and now you can invest in stuff. So they've made um, a special Google Play scan, which they're putting in a trial version, which will test sideloaded apps for security flaws by looking for four specific permissions. And those are receive SMS, read SMS, bind notifications, and accessibility. Those are the permissions that let these other apps read your SMS to break the two-factor authentication. And so they will oh. pop up warning messages saying, wait a minute, this app is asking for these dangerous permissions. This looks really sketchy. You probably shouldn't use this app. And that seems like a really good idea. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm sure they'll come with a workaround. 
the scammers well, will figure out something. Well, sure, this is true of every security measure, but the security right. measure does stop a certain class of attackers. And, you know, the cops get bigger guns, so the crooks get bigger guns, so the cops get bigger guns. That's the way it is. Yeah, or you just park a police car out front. And, and I'm sure that scared away some attackers. <laughs> All right. Well, it, now, now it's out of the bag, right? Everybody knows. Well, you know, I'd say what he's proven is that guy got caught. So, you know, this particular kind of blatant theft is not a success. The cops are, in fact, effective enough to stop it, which I would hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wonder if Apple had um, um, the tracker going. That's true. If they had, well, if it was tied to iCloud, then it could be tied to find my iPhone. Yeah, that would be another defense. But I like yours where they just put it in a special account. There's a brick if it gets out of the store. That would seem yeah. like the right thing. Yeah, but they could brick it as well as transmit location. They location could. data. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they can. Maybe that's how they caught him. I don't know. And if you notice carefully in the videos, he was only taking the cord out, which meant that the phones were fully charged. Yeah. You know, this reminds me of the guy a few years ago that got like a wagon and put like a hundred iPhones in it and then created like fake traffic jams to reroute traffic. He would just tow like a hundred <laughs> iPhones and all the traffic uh, uh, traffic apps would now say, oh, it's crowded there. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That's a clever one. Yeah. All right. I've, I've got another one for you. You told yeah. me that Elon's dumping his phone number, right? Supposedly, yes. Supposedly. Okay. Well, it turns out AT&T in the San Francisco Bay Area is disconnecting or, or ending phone service. So they're telling people no more landline service for you. Oh, well, landline. I mean, who cares? Yeah. Who would? I mean, this well, is... I, I was talking to a student last night and I looked behind him and there were these strange objects behind him with paper and printed words on paper. And I looked, I said, what are those weird things? I vaguely remember those things. Information stored on a material object just lined up on a shelf. You know, <laughs> Scrolls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What are those weird things? And landlines are another thing like what? Like a floppy disk. What? This is some ancient relic from a, a bygone past. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was that video that came out maybe 20 years ago, give or take, and it's, uh, I think it was from Europe, and it's uh, two monks are standing there, and they're transitioning from the scroll to the book. Yeah. And the scroll is so much easier because you can just unscroll it. You don't have to turn the pages. You don't have to open it. You can keep the scroll exactly where you are, where you're reading yeah. it, so... And, you know, back in the good old days, the bard would just memorize the epic poem and recite it. And you didn't need any of this crap. True. Until the, until they got the word wrong. And then it was propagated down. But it propagated out. to prevent that. It was a perfect system. All the rest of this is just corrupting the minds of our youth. <laughs> true. True. But then, you know, didn't that result in the most famous book ever produced, the Bible, but it was called The Wicked Bible? I don't know that. Do you know one. about that? No. So I think in the eight, uh, 16th, 1700s, there was a translation, and one of the commandments is, thou shall, um, what is it, commit adultery with your neighbor's wife, hmm. instead of thou shall not. Oh, you mean somebody actually made that mistake? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's called the Wicked Bible. Oh, man. 
<laughs> that's a, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> so a little typo, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I think so that's... you've never you've never heard of the Wicked Bible, huh? I haven't. I've been missing out. <laughs> <laughs> we could start a new religion with that. Elron Hubbard <laughs> already did that. Yeah. All right. All right Anything right. else for us, Sam? Oh, I think that's it for this one. So that's a wrap for this week, huh? We'll have another one on Tuesday. You got it. Okay. I gotta find the button. <laughs>